we all want to make profit in our business. Mm -hmm. We all have a unique set of skills and gifts that we are leveraging to make that profit. Mm -hmm. And really, the, the benefit of hiring somebody to help you along the way is that they're further along than you are in yep. the journey, and they're going to help pull you along. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Welcome to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. Hi, I'm Wendy, and I'm here with Crystal. Hey! <laughs> and interestingly enough, and you can't see this, but we're actually in the same space together, which very rarely happens. So very excited to actually be doing this live off of one computer. Yay! In person! Yay! Reunited and it feels <laughs> so good! <laughs> so today we are going to talk about something that... Actually, earlier today we had a powwow, did a bit of masterminding, and this actually topic came up, and it was coaching versus courses. Mm -hmm. And I think we both have a ton to say about that having been in the online space and the entrepreneurial industry long enough. And so I guess I will start that uh, maybe I'll just tell a little bit about my journey. Mm -hmm. And back in 2016, I was looking at the online space for opportunities to do something that would give me maximum flexibility and it was really geographic because it looked like I was going to be living outside of the continental US and in a different time zone. And I needed something to do. And the online online space seemed to be a great opportunity. And with a background in event planning, I was leaning towards travel, being a travel advisor, though not your traditional one. As I'm surfing the internet, I all of a sudden Facebook, I start getting, I'm not gonna say bombarded, yeah, I am getting bombarded with what I didn't realize at the time were ads because I was so new. I didn't know what Facebook ads were. Got bombarded with all of these, oh, you know, here's, here's something about this course and that course and this course and that course. And I'm going through all of these things and trying to figure out what is it I want to do. There's a course that, that intrigues me, very much intrigues me. And... It's a little bit expensive and I'm like, I can't believe that, you know, not being aware of what, how this industry worked, how, you know, I'm like, Ooh, do I invest whatever? And, you know, you, you, you read enough about this and everyone pretty much is like, you have to invest in your business. My dad was an entrepreneur. I, I, so I sort of got it anyway. So after watching the webinar, I swear like five or six times I bought this course and I jumped in and started to do it. And as actually one of the facts, fast action bonuses that came with it was a session with the course creator, a coach. And so 
I'm doing the course and I have a ton of questions. I'm, you know, I'm so new, I'm so green, I'm not getting it. So I ended up reaching out to and taking advantage of the, of the fast action bonus. The course creator really walked me through parts of it, but if, what it became quick, obvious very quickly is I needed more special, I had spe more specialized questions and the course was more generic and I wanted it more customized for transformational travel. Actually, I ended up working with this coach in a, you know, in a coaching capacity, in a consulting capacity for the next, this was 2016, so it would be the next five years. So interestingly, what started out as a course experience led to, you know, a long-term coaching relationship where she was available to me to answer my questions and help me, you know, help me actually launch Rebel Rebel on the Go. So maybe I'll be quiet and let you jump in. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the interesting thing about courses is that when you become an online business owner, an entrepreneur, you know, Wendy and I told that story. We got started in the online space very similar rungs in the travel industry. And when you become an online business owner, and more specifically, if you guys want to know how it works behind the scenes now, having being a little bit more seasoned, and you become a business page admin, you all of a sudden get targeted with ads <laughs> as a business page admin about being an online business owner. And you get, you do, you get bombarded with ads of different courses of all the different things you should be doing as an online business order. You should be list building. You should be, you know, what you need to be doing on social media. And now we still get bombarded with those mm -hmm. ads. But then there are also courses about project management and because I got bombarded with those for Trello organization oh, yes. boards yes. and things like that. And then all of the things you need to do for marketing for your business. And the interesting thing about a lot of the marketing for these courses is they really kind of make you feel like you don't know anything. <laughs> and this is really the saving grace for what you need to do. So like Wendy, I bought a lot of different courses when I was new on the online space and it never really amounted to anything. I did join a mastermind to try to get some coaching and had a negative experience, which mm -hmm. I shared in a previous podcast episode. So I won't repeat that story, but I will link into the show notes if you guys are interested to go back and hear that story. And I really didn't understand or know the value of coaching until many years later. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, I was starting to get pretty jaded yeah. yep. all the way around because oftentimes I would buy a course, I'd get halfway through the course, realize I already know this shit because I had a marketing background. None of these courses were giving me anything new that I needed. What they were doing though was taking up a lot of time and mental bandwidth to finish the course or a lot of mental bandwidth because I wasn't finishing the course, but I was stressing about the fact that I wasn't finishing yes. the course yeah. and it wasn't getting me where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up doing a little bit of coaching with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we were doing goal setting mm -hmm. with Rebel Ready. Yes. Your Rebel Ready program. And it wasn't until then that I really understood the value of coaching or consulting or just the value of investing to work with a human being that will guide you through this and hold your hand and pull right. you along. And that's when 
I started to think, okay, I'm not, I'm no longer going to invest in courses. I'm going to invest in coaching. And we use the term coaching very loosely. And there's a big difference between coaching and consulting. And we've also gone through that in a previous podcast episode. But I think the point is, is that I know for myself, I need the human interaction Mm -hmm. and accountability to pull me along. And when given the option of here, here is a course and I've invested thousands of dollars in courses <laughs> and my husband's going to re-listen to this podcast episode and just totally cringe and roll his eyes at that point. But it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I have invested thousands of dollars in courses and I've talked him into, oh, I've just got to buy this next thing and it's going to be the game changer in my business. And it wasn't <laughs> because of all the things I just mentioned, I need the accountability I know for me personally, I need the accountability of a coach to walk me through it. I need a little bit of the validate. I mean, I wish I didn't, but I need the validation and the permission almost from another person to say, yeah, you're on the right track. You're doing Mm -hmm. the right thing. And I also know of me that I'm a mom Mm -hmm. and my life is insane. Mm -hmm. And then I also have clients that I service. And so when you take into account all of that, it becomes really, really hard to take the time then to add, like, watch this course on top of everything else that I'm having to do. Because running your business is hard enough when you're trying to do all of those things. And now now you're trying to add education into it on top of that. And if it's not something that's really lighting my fire, like accounting or bookkeeping or other things, I have found that those are just things I need to hire out and not do courses on anymore. (laughs) That's very, which is a completely different topic. But so it's interesting that I think that also sometimes with courses, you come in in the middle of the game Mm -hmm. where it's like, I think the one of the, well, the first course I took this particular course was on brand strategy. So that is towards the beginning of the game. But after that, I did, oh, course, had a course creation. And I was in no way, shape or form in in, in my business ready to jump in at that particular point. You need systems in place, you need certain things, you need to have a good understanding of who your, I mean, I could go on, who your audience is Mm -hmm. and really who you serve, what problems you solve, and creating a course that doesn't really, (laughs) it was, it was, yeah, a bit of a shit show. It wasn't cheap, but I think back and also when you think about a lot of courses, they're also... They, they need, because they're meant to scale, they're generally pretty generic. And yeah. that is why, for me, having a coach that can say, well, you know, maybe this is not the perfect solution. Maybe we can tweak it for this, you know, that sort of thing. And that, to me, has been super valuable mm-hmm. over over the past actually it's it's coming up to eight years holy cannoli with the exception of really niche courses I don't buy them anymore I don't not at all <laughs> no I agree and I think because one thing I've learned is that there is a time and place to courses which I will circle back to but I think that for the most part Yeah, like you said, courses are very watered down and generic, especially when they're put on by really big name gurus. I think that smaller names that can have a little bit more of a target, there might be some good to that. But I I also, I did a membership 
course. I did a course on business. We won't go into like the specific <laughs> names on them, but you guys could probably guess which ones they were because they were big name people. I ended up leaving the course with more questions. Yes. Yeah. Than answers. Yeah. yeah. And in reality, what I actually needed was a coach or a consultant at the very beginning to ask me the right questions mm-hmm. to know whether creating a course, like you said, was right, right for me exactly. or whether creating a membership was the right call for me because, and I love doing this exercise with our clients now. Mm-hmm. We do take clients through an exercise because a lot of, we work with a lot of coaches and we work with a lot of new coaches that are pivoting into coaching mm-hmm. and they kind of walk in with the same questions we had and are bombarded with the same ads and the same strategy tactics and the same shoulding. Yes. The should I call it the should shaming. You that, should have a course. You should, you have, should a have a Facebook group. You should run ads. You should. You should have a membership. Yes. You should have all these things. Yes. And I think that I wish, I and I wish I had a me back then or a you <laughs> back then because I would have asked them. You know, what's your bandwidth? What's your runway? What are your projections? You know, we take clients through yeah. an entire exercise because I didn't know about things like churn rates for membership, which is basically this formula that you'll put in that basically says that, yeah, you might get 10 people on average a month, but you'll also lose five probably mm-hmm. because of your churn rate. Just people come and go in memberships and and the bandwidth it takes to keep up that amount of education and customer support, mm-hmm. which some people love and yeah. they thrive on, or they have the bandwidth and the means to have teams in place to support. But to really ask me the questions of, you know, what do you love to do? What are you comfortable doing? And based on these answers, you know, these are actually the better container fits for mm-hmm. you and your program and what it is that you want to do. Then a course or a membership or, or coaching for that matter mm-hmm. yes. or other thing, because there's so many different ways to package your knowledge and what it is that you know. Exactly. But I think that oftentimes we try to fit a round peg into a square hole of an idea because we think that we should take our knowledge of what we do and, and turn it into a course or turn it into a member or turn it into a Facebook group or whatever it needs to be based on whatever course is being sold at the time because the people selling the courses, they're really good marketers and they're really good (laughs) at creating scarcity and urgency and all of those things needed to get people to pull the trigger. Yeah, and sometimes it's disheartening at best because, you know, when when we're new at something, we're really looking to experts who have you know who actually give us good advice mm-hmm. and also have our interests at heart mm-hmm. and you know i think that the, you know i quickly bought a couple courses early on just because it was shiny objects and i was so unsure of my skills and i laugh because i actually have a business degree <laughs> i know <laughs> And I'm like, wait a second, uh, you know, and it's funny, though, because I think back and I remember, oh, wow, I remember, you know, I remember the classes and I remember the professors like, and it's just, it's funny to me. I felt I need, you know, and as, as Crystal said, I needed that confidence boost because until I really felt solid in my judgment, I've been fortunate that I have had some amazing voices in my ear that have given me incredibly good advice. I will say I've also had 
some really shitty. Well, yeah, really <laughs> shitty. And you know that's it. That and, and it's it, you know it's it's almost like it's not. I'm not gonna say it's a game, but sometimes you have to try and experiment and play around with before you find good fits too and that's true and we talked about that in last week's podcast episode I think or no it was two weeks ago but it was yeah not everybody's for you oh Whenever there's exactly. different people that you'll vibe with and different yeah. people that you won't yeah. but I think you don't know until you try and I wish that I had yes because my first yeah. coaching experience was not good yeah. I wish I had not waited as long to put myself out there again mm-hmm. with a coach because working with a coach can be kind of a vulnerable experience oh sometimes yeah. too I had one who sent me into therapy well yeah <laughs> same and I think that it it's it, it you're very vulnerable it's very hard and it's also kind of nerve-wracking even to show up and ask the questions and put yourself on the spot sometimes and it's easier to hide behind a course because yeah. nobody's really asking you, like, right. did you, did you record, you know, like, did you do what did you, you were, do were supposed, supposed to, to do? do? That's sometimes can be really tough, but I think it was a de- at a detriment to myself that mm. I hid behind that for as long as I did because now I'm in, a, you know, a group coaching program or now I work in circles or in worlds where I get there faster because I leverage the consultants in my world or the coaching in my world to get my questions asked faster mm-hmm. to get them tailored the answers more tailored specifically to mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. they know me exactly and know what I do and know all the other things going on in my personal life yeah and otherwise to give better more solid answers because I think ultimately we're all in the same place we want to, to achieve success and whatever that looks like as quickly as possible. So, and how do we go about putting the, you know, adding the accelerant to the fire to get moving? And in a lot of ways, there are so, and there's so many different opportunities out there. You know, you have to do this, you have to do that. And again, it's that have, ha, the word have, must, have to. It's, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's loaded. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily serve you and in really being very discerning and intentional about who you choose to work with and you know sometimes well first of all nothing is ever going to happen overnight mm-hmm. well except maybe picking a name or I don't know I mean there's a couple things well I think at the it... beginning that you can do very quickly yeah and courses available you know how to register your business some Mm. of the administrative details Mm -hmm. you know totally you could probably knock them out quickly but a lot of things take time and take the effort to get them done and anyone who says oh you can you know you could be eight figures overnight I'm after taking my course (laughs) after taking my course I I just sort of tilt my head back and say do you really want me to believe that well, that they didn't. And I think to that end, there is a time and place for courses. One, I think, is I think that lower ticket things are a great way to test out coaches, and yes. test out their yeah. offers to see if you vibe with their teaching style and to really see if they know their stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm leery of those things that have not been updated 
even within the last year. Oh, Because yeah. so much has changed even in the last six months mm-hmm. due to the influx of AI and things like that. I think that little things like what Wendy had just said, how do I register my business? How do I do quick little mm-hmm. things that I don't mind doing that don't take up a lot of my time and don't take a lot of time to learn? Those are great courses to invest in if you're willing to do it. If And if you're willing to invest in your own learning, your own expansion of your skill set, mm-hmm. those are great courses to invest in, certification yes. programs, oh, things yes. like that. Yes, yes, yes. Then we are all here for that to strengthen yes. something that you that are, is in alignment with your passion and purposes. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I do take marketing courses to keep abreast of the changing landscape and mm-hmm. of to keep my toe in the water to know what's changing and what's going on and what is that new thing because frankly I would be a poor coach consultant if I didn't know those things it'd be a a disservice to my clients but I'm no longer like you said I'm no longer going to invest in large program courses that are broad skill sets of most of which I'm either going to hire out or not utilize in my world at that point if I'm really looking to get to the next level of where I'm at most courses are aimed towards a much more beginner yeah audience yes and so I think that if your your brand's making new and you don't know things like what an IFO is, what a lead magnet is, what a KPI is, maybe a course would be good just to get you comfortable with the lingo. But I got to tell you, if you're really looking for somebody to get you to leverage those things, a coach is so much more worth your time I and your so. investment. Yeah, I, or if to you do it. or if you have, if you you know you you're set on wanting to, courses can also. If they're if they're done, say in a cohort, you can build connections and interact yes. with with others that can actually be very beneficial. And then if you, but that requires you to have like a cohort that where you meet together and you go over the material. Or that's a great know, point. Yeah, and those actually, I, I do think, can be of of great benefit. Also if you are set on taking a course, it does make sense to either have the creator as a coach or someone who's gone through the program or, you know, or very Mm -hmm. intimately familiar with, with the content to help you along. And I think that that, you know, I, I think that when those things go in tandem, they can be, you know, very helpful. Like a lot, sometimes you find yourself, and this is also, I think, at what stage are you in your business? Mm. You know, is it, are you truly a new person? Because I can say that, you know, sometimes there are masterminds which revolve around specific course content and you're very immersed in it. But in order to actually know the right questions or know the right fit and know these things, you have to know your business itself pretty intimately well. And I, I tend to think that people rush into that scaling stage when they haven't really gotten their foundational pieces Mm. set. And that I think is so, and even rushing into courses, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to pick what kind of accounting system I need. Do you know what you're actually offering? (laughs) You know, it's like, why are you picking something when, you know, is, are, are people going to pay you monthly? Are they paying you once a year? Are they paying you ad mm-hmm. hoc? I mean, there's all sorts of different questions that come into play. 
And they're not necessarily always difficult questions, but they're ones that need to be answered. And joining a pro, you know, a course, a program, something that is a, a little farther up the road can be really a massive pain in your butt. Yeah. Well, because I, what I, what I was thinking about when you were saying that was, you don't know. How do you know the que- How do you know how to get to the answer if you don't know the questions to ask? That's right. And That's what right. I love about you know when you're doing a course, you don't have the opportunity to ask those questions. Yep. And what I love about a coach, and I think about a recent coaching call we had, where we asked the coach a question, and they were like, "That's the wrong question. Really, you should be asking, you know, how mm-hmm. many of you, you know." And I'll just put it out there. It was like, "How much do you, would you suggest we spend?" on ads to run this program. And she was like, well, actually, I think you need to try X, Y, Z first. I think, you know, how many organically can we get on the sales page by doing this? How Mm -hmm. many things can we do that? Like, don't skip, you know, we were really wanting to go from like A to Q because we are great ideators and we are really (laughs) excited about it. And and really that coach did a great job of saying in that moment, uh, but have you done B, C, or D? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm exactly. really thankful because it yeah. saved us a lot of time and money and frustration and heartache. Yeah, yeah. Because if when you jump from A to L and you forget those in-between steps, you get discouraged easily when L doesn't work, when it fails at that point, and you think that, and you're, you go back and you start tweaking the wrong thing. Yeah. And, yeah, the, and the other thing that I want to mention is no matter what stage you are in your business, you're always learning. Yes. And anyone who tells you, well, I don't need a coach, you don't actually want them as a coach mm-hmm. because that means they're not learning, they're not evolving, they're not, they're not honing their craft. Mm-hmm. I love, we have a couple co- coaches who absolutely, and they, have, they serve different purposes. Mm-hmm. And I'm also very hesitant about, anyone who's one size fits all I can help you with everything I mean we've talked to people where we're like you know I just don't think this is a good fit you know you're trying to build something that is not necessarily in in Mm -hmm. line with you know our our purpose and and values etc so it's you know it's I think it's a combination of things Mm -hmm. but it was yeah it was really interesting today that getting together with biz buddies and, and kind of shooting the shit and it comes it comes back to you know what do we need what do we all need what are we all mm-hmm. looking for I think sometimes the foundational things are pretty common across the board well and they're common pitfalls yes across the board too yes I think that was the one thing that came up in the conversation potholes like, yeah that <laughs> there are potholes that we hit that exist for all of us mm-hmm. that we all have stumbling blocks when we're trying to build our business all of us want the same thing. We want to make money. Like nobody, I mean, very few of us got in to be online business owners to lose money all the oh, time. Oh gosh, no. And no. so we all want to make profit in our business. Mm-hmm. We all have a unique set of skills and gifts that we are leveraging to make that profit. Mm-hmm. And really the, the benefit of hiring somebody to help you along the way is that they're further along than you are in yep. the journey and they're going to help pull you along because and that's the big thing is that learn to live from their mistakes and learn to live from their mistakes because truly nobody further along from you wants to see you fail like I really do believe that people that are further than along than us 
want to pull people up with them. Right. And having that accountability and that cheerleading, just somebody to cut through all the noise and, and tell you that's a demon baby. <laughs> don't don't do that. Nope, don't mm-hmm. do it. You're overthinking it. <laughs> you know, which I feel like I often sometimes need. And yeah, that's great. Not now. Setting realistic timelines and realistic budgets and things like that to give you that insight is so tremendously valuable because I think we all also get stuck where we can't see the forest through the trees sometimes. It's interesting that there seems to be like, I guess, stepping stones. Mm -hmm. You enter into the online space, you have a problem that you'd like to solve and you know you can solve that problem and you want to monetize it so you do a course or before you do the course maybe you get into coaching and it's really also i like to ask prospective well if i'm working with a coach why why'd you do this mm-hmm. you know what why you know and i'm i'm a little gun shy when i hear things like well i have this great strategy and I think everyone should use my strategy. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this from a lot of coaches when ultimately that's actually not coaching. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily get into your headspace, which coaching ultimately does. Mm -hmm. And that's not really the accountability and the motivation Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. Now, that's not to say that people don't have amazing strategies. And that's also, that's what it is. It's a strategy. It's not really the foundational work of your business. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I think I can use this to implement, you know, how do I solve this problem? Okay, strategy is a way to implement it. So I just, I think that there's there's different ways of looking at all of this. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really love to ask the question, you know, why do you do this? You know, why Mm -hmm. do you do this? And I can, you know, I can answer that question and say, you know, I have as a core value, a love of learning. Mm -hmm. And also I, as a foundational purpose, the desire to teach people. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's not necessarily a specific, it's not a strategy. You know, I hang my head on goal success through positive psychology. Mm-hmm. That's what I hang my hat on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that may work for some people. And you know what? That may not work for others. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly great and fine. And it's always good to find out what works early on. Yeah. And what doesn't work what does early, work on. early on. Yeah. What motivates and makes person A happy may not work for person C. So yep. anyway, that would be my two cent suggestion or maybe it's a quarter these days my 25 cent suggestion is really just ask the question and if anyone also doesn't want to doesn't take the time or want to answer do you really want to work with that person i mean we well and we want to work with purpose-driven individuals yeah both as clients and as coaches i like to think that that purpose is not hedonistic solely in nature you know i want a coach that wants to make money because i like to think they'll help me make money too But at the same Mm -hmm. time, if that's the sole reason that they're doing this, we're probably not going to be super in alignment with values. And that's okay, too, because there's somebody for everybody. I I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, like, actually able to stare at each other. I know. Which is like, wow, this is really cool. Very cool. And soon enough, we have to decide where we want to go for dinner. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's all about the food. People want to know why I do this. Yeah. It's like, why do you run? I run to eat. I, I run. I, I work to buy fun food. Um. On that note, thank you so much for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.